Shalom Aleichem. Good Shabbos. Happy Friday. What is up, everybody? Let's get back at it. Another podcast, another Friday. I never miss it. I will never miss a Friday. I'm telling you. Mark my words. So, I am just getting past another learning curve in Hebrew, and it feels fucking amazing. I can't wait to keep getting better. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed my last episode. Let's get into this. I'm just opening up my file here with some of my thoughts. Today's show is going to be just more chokhmah. We're going to kick things off with Jay Shetty, the goat, the guy that wrote the book, Live Like a Monk, and I absolutely loved it. It's an annual read. Let's get into this podcast. So Jay Shetty, he says, if you want anything, you have to give it to yourself first. This is really interesting, but I actually agree with this. Like, if you want compliments, compliment yourself first. Otherwise, when people give it to you, it will never be enough. Ever. If you can't give yourself something, it will never be enough if someone gives it to you. Right? Because you don't feel you're deserving. That's what's mind-blowing. And again, I fully agree. Except for, I guess, in materialistic cases here. For example, if I want a Lamborghini, uh, I can't just give that to myself. However, the rule still applies if we go deeper and ask, why do you want the Lambo? So, so again, giving yourself that Lambo isn't going to fulfill yourself your insecurities your fears whatever if the void is acceptance pride confidence you got to give your you got to accept yourself you got to give be proud of yourself you have to i guess admire yourself be confident of yourself you know you need that validation before buying the lambo otherwise the lambo will metaphorically never fulfill said void it will just never do it There's a saying, um, again, from Instagram, we need to be reminded more than we need to be taught. And I love this. Like Scott and I would always say this because we'd have conversations and we'd be like, and sure, it might be our ego coming out, but we'd be like, oh, you know what? This stuff, it's like, it's not the first time we've heard this stuff, but we know it's so important. Sorry, I just got a text message there from my Hebrew teacher. Yes. Sweet. Hebrew lesson on in two hours. Let's go. Uh, Anyways. I'm telling you people, it's okay to remind yourself things. You don't have to always learn new things. Sometimes going over the old stuff is good. Whether it's an old book you read, whether it's stuff you already know, we need to be reminded more often. And often what I preach here, it's just reminders. You've heard a lot of this stuff, but I'm reminding you. Because remember, what we think about, we focus on. So if I can remind you something positive, you'll think about it. You'll focus on the positive. And that emotional carryover... As Maxwell Maltz from Psycho-Cybernetics would say, the emotional carryover carries over throughout the next chapter of your day, your life, your year, whatever. Procrastination thought here. Procrastination, it's just being scared of the unknown. That is it. That is it. As Tolly deems, it's, it's our ego trying to keep us alive. Our ego is our self-talk, and it's trying to keep us alive by, by latching on to some fear. Okay, and that's what we procrastinate because we want to latch on to the story we've created. We create a story. I don't want to do the homework. I don't want to do the chore because it's going to be tiring because it's not going to, it's not fun. I want to do, these are all stories and within these stories have definitions and beliefs and it's just a way for us to feel alive and that's why we uh, do it. Our higher self knows this, but again, our hormones don't know this. Our hormones, they control us like a puppet. And so that's why, even though your higher self, like, you know, your consciousness will say, do it because it's good for you, blah, blah, blah. Our hormones, and well, not even hormones, our chemicals too, 
our survival instincts make us procrastinate because we want to feel familiar, comfortable, and good. It doesn't feel good to do hard work. Jordan Peterson, who I'm not the biggest fan of, excuse me, but he said something I want to write down because it's actually so true. And, and actually, this might be one of the best tips of this podcast so far. Anytime we try something new, we look like a fool. As we say in Yiddish, you look like a shlemiel. <laughs> Therefore, we can't handle looking like a fool, so we don't try anything new. How crazy is that? If we never try anything new, we can't become the best version of ourselves. Correct me if I'm wrong. So we need to lean into becoming a shlemiel in many different things. How sad is that, that people are scared to be a fool so they don't try anything new? Okay, and I'm going to reiterate some of this, but like, you're going to be a fool when you try something new. It's inevitable. And to be a better human being, you need to do new things. So people who are scared of being a fool don't actually progress as a human being, which is so sad. So don't be that person. And that's me projecting a fear onto you. So take it as with a grain of salt, take it as you wish. But I'm just saying, I personally want to progress as much as I can as a human being. Not going to dive deep into that. That's what I want to do. And that's what I'm projecting onto you. You should not be scared to be a fool. Okay. Bigger pockets, big real estate investing podcast and website. You should go check them out. Actually. I love it. Brandon Turner, who runs the joint. He said, we all like people who run towards hardship. So be the person who chases hard stuff. We all like people like that. We admire people like that. And you're thinking, Zev, well, you're trying, you're saying we need to please other people in this world. No, if you like people that run towards hardship and you do it, you're going to like yourself. And then you can fully give. You, your bucket's going to be full. Your love bucket's full. You're going to be able to give to other people now that your bucket's full. You're not going to take. Anyways, we got some TikTok wisdom. Let's get into this. Starting with... One second. Ah, okay, this is trippy. Not expressing a belief because you think it will offend someone. This means it wasn't even one of your strongest beliefs. <laughs> Mind blown. It really shows that one of your strongest beliefs was not upsetting others. Holy shit. I'm going to read that one more time because this is actually mind-blowing. To not express a belief, okay, because you think it will offend others, it means it wasn't one of your strongest beliefs to begin with. It shows that one of your strongest beliefs is not upsetting people. Now, I made some notes on this. Holy shit, I made a lot of notes. I said, to go deeper would tell you that your environment awarded you for pleasing others over yourself for years or decades that's actually so true uh, that it had you thriving when you were putting others in front of yourself but it doesn't serve your goals or it doesn't serve you anymore keep that in mind what worked in the past doesn't isn't necessarily going to work today keep that in mind be flexible moldable coachable your goals of being confident and having a joyous life is uh really that's that's your goal now or at least mine <laughs> So when we lack confidence, self-validation to the point of people-pleasing, because that's what people-pleasing is. It's we can't validate ourselves and we don't have the confidence in ourselves. So we need that from others. We're feeding that insecurity when we people-please. Holy shit, I don't know where I read this stuff, but I like this. We feed the insecurity within us. We make it larger. Stop feeding it. And so I'm not saying you have to stop helping people. But do it for the right reasons, not the wrong ones. Does that make sense? Feed your self-esteem within you so it can grow further. Because remember, ego is in a place of lack. When you prove, that is the ego. 
Self-esteem is expression. Never forget that. When you express authentically without any need to prove, without any void to fill, that's expression. Okay? Like kids just playing and running around, that's expression. They're not doing it to prove to anyone anything. And that's high self-esteem. You know what? They feel they have a high self-esteem when they express. Anyways, enough of that. So find the high self-esteem in yourself and express. And if that means helping people as a true expression of your authentic principles and values, do it. Do it. But don't do it out of place of proving to yourself or others. That's a place of lack. That's your self-talk lacking. Now, gear up. Things that need energy to live... They die when not given energy. And you're wondering, Zev, why are you giving me this random tidbit? Things that need energy to live, they will die when you don't give them energy. Our thoughts and emotions die when we stop feeding them. What are you choosing to feed? Let me ask you that. What are you choosing to feed? Mind blow. I love that. And it's true. Energy, and if something needs energy to live, it will die when not given energy. Don't give certain thoughts and emotions energy anymore. That's your choice. And I understand your self-talk, the ego, loves familiarity. Kill it. Now, the ego always resurrects. That's what Jay Shetty says. So it's okay. You're going to kill that ego. But then a new ego, a new self-talk is born. It's a baby. It's going to have to learn to speak. You're going to have to teach that new ego how to speak. That's the reprogramming. Okay, that's what a lot of people would deem enlightenment. Anyways, that was awesome. I love that. Um, also, a side note. Do you guys remember I was telling you about the enlightenment paradox? How crazy is this? It's like when you start talking about being enlightened, that's the ego and you're not truly enlightened. So it's like to be truly enlightened, you can't even express in your enlightenment. It's, it's To be truly enlightened is to truly be in solitude. <laughs> Anyways, and, and here I am a hypocrite. Like, I'm literally telling you this stuff. That's my ego wanting to prove or whatever. And whether it's cognitive dissonance, I don't know. You tell me. But I find that so cool. It's so true. It's, it's a paradox, enlightenment. But don't forget what I just said there about what you're choosing to feed and the energy. Thing. And oh, that is so, so true. There's a saying here I really like. Strangely, life gets harder when you try to make it easier. <laughs> That's so true. So, like, think about hard conversations. You avoid them to make life easy. But then you increase conflict down the road. You avoid exercising and you end up making life harder down the road. <laughs> like, it is actually so true. Um, that's some Hulkma right there. Wow. Next, feeling better versus getting better. If our coping only makes us feel better, it's not healthy for us. That is a loss. If it gets us to become better, that's a win. So start winning people. That's so gishmak. I love that. Literally, life's nachis, it comes from running towards or leaning into uncomfortable things. And nachis is joy from my goyim. Otherwise, we're just putting a band-aid and ignoring our health that's really deteriorating. When, when we're just feeling better, we're not actually getting better, we're just deteriorating. And, and so we're putting a band-aid on that deteriorating aspect. All psychiatrists, uh, all psychiatrists, giving medication kind of bugs me because unless unless those people are already exercising good then give them uh, medication but a lot of these psychiatrists give medication yet these people aren't doing any internal things exercise 
the deep meditations, the nothing internal. And I know some people, so I, and I'm not going to make blanket statements. I just know some people that don't do anything internally, don't take care of themselves, not organically. Yeah, I guess organically, exercise, meditation, perspective shifting. And I get that people have chemical imbalances. I don't want to be naive. I understand there's chemical imbalances, and you need some medication can shift those around. But so can exercise and meditation. And, and, and I'm not saying people should ditch meds. I'm saying maybe do both. <laughs> Just do both, but not only medication. Okay? Just like I would tell someone who has serious diagnosed issues, don't just exercise and meditate. Do a little medication, and, and that's the best of both worlds. Yeah, I don't like dogma, and I don't like black and white thinking. So, um, anyways, that I hope that kind of gives perspective but uh yeah look at that lots of hokum in this one it's gonna be a shorter episode because i gotta go i have a, a kabbalah meeting yes i learned kabbalah which is like a mystical jewish study thing from tanya it's all jewish stuff i learned with this guy from crown heights mendel rabbi mendel thank you shout out to mendel wilhelm so anyways uh i got that in like five minutes um yeah it's been pretty cool that, I mean, hey, maybe I'll talk about that for fun on here. Because I've learned all about chesed and gemara. Uh, like chesed being just pure kindness and happiness, even if it's naive. But gemara being like a bit of judgment. There's, there's a bit, but like, yeah, maybe I'll talk about it more. Because like imagine you give money, someone who has pure chesed will give money to anyone. Homeless, rich, whatever. But then someone with gemara will be like all right this person doesn't need the money as much and they'll be okay so i'm not giving them money i'm going to actually give that money to people who need it that's gemara so it's like i like that because in judaism it teaches that there's context you can't just be a mensch 24 7 like you can be but to be a mensch you need both gemara and chesed anyways uh, I'm going off here, but that's, this is my podcast. I can go off. I can just talk about whatever. And this is why I do this podcast is because I'm an inputter. If I, if I learn something, I don't want to tell people. It's my way. It's my ego. And But I need to, to calm that ego down. I just have an, a creative outlet here on, on this platform where I can do it. Yeah. Okay. Next, we're going to be talking about a book that I am um, halfway through. And yeah, that's it. And there's some Alex Horosi YouTube stuff. Anyways, thanks so much, people, for listening. I really enjoy this. I hope you do, too. And I hope you took away a few things. Listen to this again if I spoke too quickly or if some of this stuff was a little woo-woo, a little mashuga, yutsi. If so, l- listen again. And uh, for those that have made it this far, rate five stars if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Otherwise, just go tell a friend about this who, who likes deep philosophical thinking. Shabbat shalom. Good Shabbos. And I really do wish you guys the best. Uh, Enjoy your weekend for my goyim. Take care. Bye. Love you all.